welcome everyone. This is Character Fight Night Recharge. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the CFN Arena for another exciting episode of Character Fight Night Recharged, the show where your favorite fictional characters battle head-to-head in stipulation-style combat for all of our enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Josh, and joining me at the desk, as always, is Jim. Hello, everybody. And finding his way back here is Carson. (laughs) Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> let that guy in. Yeah, you I found my in. way back here. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to have you back. <laughs> I uh, was lost. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a great night tonight. We have a, uh, I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> we have a fight a f- you. Fight, dude. <laughs> we, have a, we have a fight for you. Elemental, in a way. Mm. Kind of? Well, one yeah. of elemental. My favorite. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be elemental. Because <laughs> you'd have to be that means mental. crazy. Yeah. Not to have fun. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be Ella crazy. Ella crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have a, a sumo match tonight. Oh, I forgot about that. Is what yeah. we're calling oh, it. Yeah, but, right. it's not, but it's not going to be two guys in like cloths. <laughs> yeah, we don't have just two teen boys in like cloth underwear. Yeah. Like... <laughs> But no, no, that was vetoed <laughs> very uh, unanimously. <laughs> Jim, why don't you explain the sumo stipulation? Yeah. So a sumo fight. So basically the main goal is to try to get your opponent pushed off of the edge of the arena, essentially. Um, and we kind of did like we did with the, the lumberjack match where we kind of raised up the arena a little bit. Um, so again, think classic Dragon Ball Z, um, you know, uh, it's quite Avatar. literally like the student festival from my hero. Where it's like, I was thinking yeah. more of like, cause that's more of just like a kind of a, an arena. It is, like, but they, like can't can't arena, right? they can't go out of bounds. Oh, I that's forgot a big about that. I'm a yeah. little bit removed yeah. from actually yeah. watching the student festival yeah. stuff. So I, I, Small yeah. little details like well, that. I mean, so. I, I, that's why when we decided on that stipulation, I was like, it's perfect. Like, t- you know, yeah, Totoro totally, already yeah. knows the rules. <laughs> so does that, quick uh, question, does that mean that both of these characters can fly? So they they can't occupy airspace outside of the bounds, right? That would be a, have to be a part of it. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 I think. Uh, we, we've, uh, historically, we've set a limit to how high you can go before you're con- starting to consider out of bounds. Right. Stuff like that, just because it gets to a point of... <laughs> Like I'm not out of bounds. I'm yeah. two miles I'm into the in atmosphere. The I'm just yeah, up have, high. We paid multiple referees to stand out like on the line. Yeah. <laughs> to look at it. Yeah. Right. And make horrible have, calls like, like football a, referees. A couple of like the like fairy refs, like you know, little fairy wings, like from fairy. That just, just, so just like hovered to keep it from going up too high. Yeah. I was like, in hindsight, we probably should have done this like like a cage match. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> they can't go out of bounds. But we've seen how that happens too. They just break out of the cage. Yeah. Um, These two typically don't fight. I don't. I don't think like they're not airborne fighters necessarily. Yeah. They they have the ability to fly, but that's not their. Yeah, thing. we'll get into it. Yeah. I think I think Blue Beetle's more defensive, but we'll, I'll, I'll get there when yep. when we get there. Um, but yeah, I am very excited about this one. Um, you know, I don't think it's as we always say for CFN. I don't think it's like a normal. We try to we try to stay away from like the normal like stuff you see on the the wikis and stuff like yeah oh, we're like, not we're not like other girls yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need them, we're man. weird we're different yeah <laughs> we're outcasts I don't know hey, what I was going with this is uh, this is what I bring to the table Josh is distractions hey, uh. Carson and his derailment yeah right <laughs> like, Jesus. Where, where am I so unfortunately this is the first episode we have. Uh, without Mr. Metatron, um, but we are holding a contest to get a new announcer, and the first contestant, contestant number one, is standing by at the way station. So let's send it down to them to get some information on our fighters. Stepping up to the scale, 
Toto Todoroki. Todoroki weighing in at 150 pounds, standing five feet nine inches tall. All right, yeah, first first on the scale, if you will. We've got uh, Todoroki here. So I'm actually super stoked about this. Um, one of the top uh, students that got in through recommendation from his hero father, which we'll go into later, for class 1A, which in the world of My Hero Academia means it's, you know, the top class in... The cream of the crop. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he's a class 1A student, got in through uh, official recommendations because he is the son to the number two, now number one, um, pro hero Endeavor, who is a fire-based uh, hero. So he developed half of his father and half of his mother's abilities, which makes him half hot and half cold, which I think is super cool because you almost never see both of them in the same, uh, like in the same vein. I think it is very cool. I want to mention... Obviously, very cool. some of this, also very hot, uh, <laughs> some of this could be spoiler territory. So if you haven't watched My Hero by now. to be now, fair, isn't our whole show that? Yeah, I mean, you know who Todoroki is if you're listening. Yeah. He or, maybe, was or maybe kind, you don't, you're not planning on watching. He was kind of like bred to be yeah. that person, which is kind of Correct. effed up. They call, yeah. it, they call it a quirk marriage in the show where like, he specifically sought out someone who could balance out the powers. Powers are his... called quirks, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, he's just quirky. Yeah. <laughs> he's play, he's played so by silly. Zoe Deschanel. That's <laughs> <laughs> a quirk marriage if there ever was one. Yeah, Wes Anderson and Zoe Deschanel would be a quirk marriage. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like the idea is that the cool balances the heat, the heat balances the cool he can never overheat or like freeze if he uses both both of his powers correct yeah so um but because of his upbringing he was uh he grew to resent his father um and with that rightfully so with that yeah exactly (laughs) and with that it was his uh fire powers as well too so historically for a lot of the series or at least the beginning part of the series he only used his his ice abilities to say Screw you, Dad! Yeah, yeah. big middle finger. <laughs> yeah, big, right. Uh, I, 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 would, I had censored myself. Like as I was trying to say it, that's why I said pause. <laughs> it's funny because, like, so full disclosure, I haven't seen the newest season of My Hero yet, mm-hmm. but I'm caught up through, you know, obviously the season before that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's interesting because his dad is like kind of a piece of shit. But there's like he's, this, he, he's going through a redemption arc. But there's like yeah, there's he, redeeming mm-hmm. qualities. So it's like I when hate he, you when so he much. When he became the top hero, he had to really kind of turn himself yeah. around, and he be, he started redeeming yeah. himself. He's trying to patch things with his family. But like and, it, like season one, season two, and oh, was I, like he was, just he the, was, there's a yeah, lot, well, garbage, he, lot he, of damage done. Well, because yeah. he had a chip on his shoulder, <laughs> yeah. yeah, too, because he was the number two hero. So it's you know he was also yeah. upset. All these anime are like the darker side of ambition is sort of what it was like. I was like, all these anime that I watch are like, I can't have this, so I hate everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, so that's anime. Like, yeah. That's like yeah. the theme. Yeah, yeah. that's like the, the anime theme. The overall art. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of a last little bit uh, on him. You know, he's an anime character, so there's not really too much back ground to go into that's not like his whole backstory which we kind of glanced over but he is established as one of the strongest students in class 1a outside of obviously your main characters but yeah you know he's like top three for sure yeah absolutely um, so, so he's a cool dude all uh, to kind of parallel it for myself and some of the people listening uh all three of us are currently watching shippuden naruto shippuden uh-huh. and he's kind of like he kind of strikes me as like the sasuke of <laughs> Of my hero, or he's like just less kinda. shitty, yeah. Because he like he's he like, still cares. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's like, he wouldn't go full terrorist though. He wouldn't. But I, I'm I'm talking more like the uh, like the quiet enigmatic. Yeah. So you're like, talking everybody like, has a crush on him. Yeah, like, you're talking like Naruto, not Shippuden, like Sasuke. Yeah, as far as I like, yeah, 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 yeah. Back yeah. when he was not, like not, training to be a yeah, 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 not overboard Sasuke. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Pre get Sasuke arc. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, so Todoroki. Todoroki. He's, um, 
He's also got that wicked like scar thing. The, it's, a, cool. it's a burn scar. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would say a little bit of a, scar. Bit of like a burn scar. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of like a Zuko thing going on. Yeah. I don't that's, know if we, that's exactly what it yeah. reminded me of, actually. Yeah. I don't know if it like was specifically mentioned, but like the ice comes from the right side of his body and the yes. fire comes from the left side of his body. So it's that not like correct. he's not changing back and forth. It is literally like half and half. And like I don't he, know if that'll he has come to be able to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it, no, it's interesting that you bring it somebody. up, <laughs> just because it's so different yeah. from what everything else does. Usually, it's like if you have mm-hmm. half of this and half of this, like you have a slightly weakened version, but you don't have like limitations of like I can only use fire from one hand, yeah. or ice from the yeah. other hand. It's like usually like yeah, so it's a, it's he, a really cool comparison. And it, like, it, com- it, it really causes some really awesome like animation i've moments. got i don't know yeah. if you've like read through yeah. like the list yeah. of the abilities that i put down in here but like as you start to get down in some of the other ones yeah it like really does to kind of show like his dual use of both of the powers yeah which like is he's, really, really, he's cool. really good at like using them in tandem and switching back and forth is like and he learned quick so he's a quick yeah. learner which which kind of plays into him being like one of the top students in 1a because he's a you know he had a kind of a quick mastery over yeah. his fire side like um, him and the for student not using it for most of his childhood, like right. after he developed his quirk. Yeah. Him and the like student festival versus Midoriya, who's the main character, is like one of the coolest, most beautifully animated fights yeah. that I can think of. It's like, in that totally show, yeah. Totally yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's gonna kind of round out the weigh-in information on Todoroki. So with that, we're gonna send it down to contestant number two, who's gonna throw the way in for our next competitor. Stepping up to the scale, Jaime Reyes! Jaime weighs in at... Oh, jeez, sorry. Uh, weighs in at an uh, average teenage weight and stands at a average teenage height. So Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes, who is getting his own live action movie here this year. Um, Starring that dude from Cobra Kai. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen Cobra Kai. Me neither. He's, 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 good, he's yeah. great. Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually very excited yeah. for him to be a superhero. One of the videos that I watched this research for this actually mentioned that. Mm-hmm. is like, everybody loves him <laughs> in Cobra Kai. So we're really excited to see him in Blue Beetle. Uh, like, Miguel, okay, Miguel best character in the show. I mean, it's good that you're... First of all, you're not Amber Heard. Second of all, people actually like you, so that's good. (laughs) Originally created by Keith Giffen, John Rogers, and Cully Hamner, he... That does say Hamner. Oh, my God. I was like, I just thought it was like... Cully Hammer? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a weapon that he uses, the Cully Hammer. (laughs) (laughs) But fun fact, Keith Giffen is actually also the creator of Lobo, DC's favorite... Um, favorite yeah. mercenary bounty hunter bounty hunter bounty yeah. hunter space bounty hunter space bounty hunter dude he's so cool all powerful he is absolutely and uh and rocket raccoon which i thought was really interesting i thought that they were all created kind of at the same time the guardians but mm. apparently not uh originally from el paso texas which whoop, whoop. one of Represent. us from here is from el paso I'm assuming it's not you, Carson, because you're looking you at me now. <laughs> How did you know? Is it my yeah, accent? Yeah, that's actually like one of the like one of the coolest things because I'm I'm not I wasn't born in El Paso, but I definitely grew up there. I spent like the majority of my life there. It's it's kind of it was just really cool to have somebody from like a like a famous superhero like the, from my hometown that it, it's not a place that gets a ton of recognition outside of <laughs> outside of like shows about drug lords and yeah. <laughs> drug trafficking the and yeah so yeah. it's not to say that el paso is like big on well, but it's a border city so, so that's i was gonna say fair. like i mean at least to our knowledge jaime mean, could be a drug dealer <laughs> you he don't could. know he'd be side, really like, good at it absolutely like, so beetle beetle beetle? Yeah, yeah yeah any Flying superhero around? would be a great drug dealer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oof <laughs> i'm waiting for that dark yeah. arc <laughs> That went like Superman could be making a ton of money if you weren't such a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> if you weren't such a good working, guy, working at the Daily Planet like yeah. a loser. Yeah, my alter ego is drug dealer. <laughs> you no know, one would expect me to be a superhero. <laughs> he like fights crime during yeah. the day, but then commits crime at night. Yeah, <laughs> it's how, yeah, it's how you weigh the scales. Like it's you, the you even out the scales. Yeah. So going back to to Jaime, our Blue Beetle. 
The reason that he is the blue beetle is because he has a scarab. They call it the scarab, uh, which fused to his spine. Yeah. Which is really interesting. An alien entity that was dubbed the scarab because it looks, well, like, like a, scarab. a scarab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, to dive into the history of the scarab, actually, I learned this on the way over here, actually. The scarab is belongs to a race called the Reach, which mm-hmm. is a an intergalactic from like, Halo, alien yes. race. From Halo. No. Uh, <laughs> the Reach is actually the second oldest race in the DC universe. Interesting. Do you uh, think if Blue Beetle was a Marvel character, he'd be Beetle Man? He'd be Blue Beetle Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's not like Red Spider Man. Yeah. And it or would like, be well, it would be that would be his disguise. His first name is Blue, and then his last name is Beetleman. <laughs> Beetleman. <laughs> And he doesn't. He doesn't Mild like man or blue beetleman. <laughs> it's just him in the full suit, but also yeah. with like a regular suit over top. <laughs> he turn around. The, the he's wearing, wearing a tie. He's <laughs> wearing glasses, and everyone's like, "Blue beetle doesn't wear glasses." It's like I'll be right back. And like runs around the corner and takes off his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> blue beetle, where were you? Uh, I hate it here. <laughs> so the uh, the reach had some kind of agreement where they wouldn't uh, invade the the universe. So they sent the Scarab out to do their bidding. And what it would do is it would find the planet that it got to would find the most dominant species or person or a thing on the planet and fuse to that thing. So what happened was it went to this planet it wasn't really a planet it was like a um like a space station mm-hmm. and it fused to this little girl and the little girl was insane like insane and so the design of it was it was supposed to control the person that it it fused with okay because the girl was so crazy the the scarab was like screw this i'm out of here so it, it actually escaped and opened up like this portal and ended up on earth yeah. And it fused to someone that like some tribe like millions of years ago. Okay. And so over the years, it's been, you know, doing all these, uh, going through all of these people and it ended up with Jaime. And so. Just bec- arbitrarily? He stumbled across it somehow. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. He stumbled across it. And because it escaped from that, that alien girl, it lost its ability to control the person. So he gets the abilities of the scarab, but it can't like physically control him. Okay. It's kind of supposed to be like a loophole in whatever their um, thing is where it's like, you can't do conquest, but you can, um, if you're invited to a planet, Mm. you can be. So if they control someone to invite them to the planet or whatever, I think that's, that's kind of the workaround. Yeah. First appearing in infinite crisis number three in 2006 Interesting about that, or what's interesting about that is that issue actually retconned the whole Blue Beetle origin into what I just told you guys. Um, before that, classic had, DC, dude. Classic DC, <laughs> yeah. Just take Which, everything that they did before. Scrap and it. Rip. Yeah. The, the the Blue Beetle, the first Blue Beetle was like a guy who dressed in a suit, much like Batman. And he had his own inventions and stuff. Yeah. yeah interesting. And then, and then the second guy, Ted Cord was an inventor and he, um, I think he invented the scarab and used it. But then when they retconned it, it was, or he like the alien, he didn't put it on, but he used it to build Is that what it, like okay. technology. So he could have like a ray gun that was like scarab powered or something, but he didn't have it yeah. attached to his spine. And then in, in the Rebirth one, Ted Cord is actually Jaime's mentor. Like, he oh, seeks Ted okay, Cord cool. out. And so, so, basically, we we're seeing the best iteration yeah, right now of yeah, Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, that's pretty much the background on Jaime Reyes. I got a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. No. Please? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did some research. I mean, that, that, I'm, was I'm, a, uh, that was a wild thing I just watched unfold <laughs> between you guys. <laughs> that was the worst fight we've ever had. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that we had to do that. It's okay. <laughs> I can work towards forgiving you. Um, so uh, so um, Blue Beetle is known for his distinctive blue and black patterning, right? Uh, his Latin name is 
Jibifer Californicus. <laughs> Jibifer. Uh, he's native to Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Kansas, and the Mexican state of Sonora. Wait, and, who uh, is? He typically feeds on the, conch the fungus in logs and trees. Oh, no. I'm seeing... This is the blue fungus beetle, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong wiki. This is just oh a real beetle. I'm sorry, guys. God, you got... I was like so... I was like, what do you mean? We just talked about him being from El Paso. Like, I was like... <laughs> sorry. I was like, I'm going to see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, he just tried to retcon the, the, the whole... Blue, like, yeah. The blue fungus beetle. So oh, it's like, that's my bad. It's like the blue beetle that equivalent. very brilliantly done, by the way. <laughs> I commend you, sir. That's like the blue beetle equivalent of like being rickrolled. <laughs> we just got beetled. Yeah, you just learned some facts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> One more fun fact before we move on from Blue Beetle is the original uh, Dan Garrett, the original Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. used to say Kaje Da to turn into the Blue Beetle. And the name of the scarab is Kaje Da. So it's okay. kind of like a... Shazam. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's like a Shazam. That was immediately where I went to. Like but, it was yeah. But Shazam. It's, it's just a neat like callback to... Blue Beetle's original origins. Gotcha. I thought that was kind of uh, yeah. kind of neat. You had me in suspense for the fact. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. So with that, we're going to, I guess, take a commercial break. And then we'll be right back with the fight. <laughs> the, event of, the event of the evening. Do your kids seem different? Levitating things? Breathing fire? Shape-shifting? Come check out UA High School. What's the worst that can happen if you put a bunch of kids together with superpowers? Come find out at UA High. Want to fight bad guys? Or do you just want to be the bad guy? Choose your path with UA High. Enroll now. Welcome back to the CFN Arena. After that small commercial break and we are now ready to introduce tonight's fighters officially and to do that we have contestant number three standing by in the ring let's send it down to them don't mess it up introducing first Who's this? Oh, um, the guy from My Hero, uh, Todoroki. And his opponent's, um, the blue guy, not Blue Mandrew. Oh, sorry guys. So round one, Oakley did not like that bell. <laughs> Which is weird because he doesn't have headphones on. Sensitive for his dog ears. I know, right? So round one, we're going to dive into Shoto Todoroki, the... Half fire, half ice from My Hero Academia. Jim, yeah. what does Todoroki bring to the table? Todoroki, all right. Besides fire and ice. <laughs> He's got quite a bit, actually, here. There's a, there's a whole big list. I'm not going to go. Yeah, yeah, charisma. So actually, charismatic. He's very not charismatic. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, so, I, I, like, obviously, it's. I'm not going to go into every single, like, power that I have listed off here, but I think, like, obviously, he's got control over, over half hot, half cold, so, you know, I think I have it on one of them here. Uh, I put too much information in here, because it's hard to, like... <laughs> TMI. Uh, ice from his right side and fire from his left um, to be specific. So, you know, obviously he has the ability to shoot fire um, and ice. And uh, for a long part of the uh, this show, he was only using his ice since he presented his father and the fire side of himself. Um, but with that being said, I don't think his one of his weaknesses is going to come into play here, which is if he uses one of his sides too much, 
then it really starts to mess with him. Yeah. So it's like if he uses, you know, we've seen it at like the Hero Festival and stuff like that. If he uses his ice too much, it starts to dangerously lower his body temperature to like super dangerous levels. You know, I'm going to say dangerous again because I can, but. I disagree. What do you mean? I think that not to start off with, oh, here's Todoroki's weaknesses, (laughs) but, but he is a young kid. He's very like emotionally unstable. And that's kind of one of his arcs is like gaining control of his emotions and like not hating his dad and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think that if Jaime's able to push him far enough, I think there is a chance he could overuse one of his sides. You think so? Because I think he's gotten to a point now because he has used both of them. This isn't like season one, no, I, I, like I Hero Festival, like Todoroki. Yeah. But I mean, I see what you're saying, though. But, you know, he's got like, he's got a few like ultimate moves is what yeah. they're called here. And a few of them is like, uh, like Phosphor, to be specific, where he circulates and merges both his fire and ice, which he then uses as special attacks. Hot ice? Like that. Correct. <laughs> Water. Phosphor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like just, just specifically stuff like um, yeah. he's got like, it's called Cold Flames Pale Blade, which is probably one of my favorite names of his attacks in this. Um, yeah. it, but he like literally throws a piece of that conjoined fire and ice. And when he launches it at an enemy, it like explodes and, and it creates this like. Yeah. And he can like one of the things that he does that's really like visually cool is he can like say use his eyesight to like kind of cool the temperature of the area uh-huh. by like a lot. So it's like frigid and then introduce that heat that creates like a, like a vortex flash of freeze like, yeah. Heat wave. Yeah. Is exactly. what that one's called. Okay, yep. perfect. That's pretty sick. Flash freeze, <laughs> heat wave, cools air around him with ice and rapidly heats and expands the air, which releases a super heated blast. So he has, I think enough control at this point of both his fire and his ice and used in conjunction with each other yeah. that I don't think he's going to get to those critical levels. And there's, there's moments in the show where like he's using his fire side a lot, you know, to fight like maybe like a fire villain or something like that. And you can tell that he's overheating and he just does like a quick, like ice up break. Okay. I've cooled myself back to like regulation. Vice versa. Yeah. With temperature. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that must be really convenient, like for the summer. It's like, man, it's hot out here. Oh, cool yes. down. <laughs> or like the winter time, you're like, man, yeah. it's really cold. Yeah. Let's go camping. You can make us camp. Huh? <laughs> and, and I mean, to bring up to to counter your point, Josh, and to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying before too, okay. as you were talking about, yeah. Oh, I'm going in on this one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you were talking about how if like the if Blue Beetle can push him to that point of contention of like you know overusing one of his powers, you have to talk. I'm going to say it here. It's one of my favorites. It's Caliber uh, of Enemies. Oh, caliber of Enemies. Caliber of Clothes. That's what you're going to say. Uh-huh. But. Caliber of Enemies. I already said it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, dude, he, like, literally fights other superpower dudes. Like, you know, he he's in a school where he's learning how to master and control his powers. Like, learning from pro superheroes. And, you know, you have, like, these, like, his number Halle- one hero father. Yeah, correct. So The it's, ultimate like, enemy. You know, I mean, he... I feel like has learned and is freshly learned how to like, but at the same time, he is also a teenager. I was going to say, he is still like 16 or 17 years old. So, I mean, but he's a smart dude though. He's top of his class. He is, but you can be extremely intelligent, extremely agile, strong, but your brain doesn't finish developing until you're like 23 or 28 or something like that. Right. So, this is not yeah. a but that also bot. applies. <laughs> that also applies. To Do you remember when Jaime. we did that? It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And I was going to cover that, but since we're on the topic of Todoroki, mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the you know. And I don't want to discount him. He's extremely strong. He's yeah. extremely agile. He's super tactful, which is huge. You know, we've talked about that in multiple episodes now. Yeah. Um, but you know, I want to because we've covered a lot of anime characters over the course of the show uh-huh. that. They sometimes they're like godlike, you know, yeah. like they're unbeatable or they're almost impossible to beat. And yeah. I just wanted to kind of bring a little human element to Todoroki and yeah. show like he is still a human boy with a quirk. Yeah, yeah he's sort of he's sort of like a so, street level in terms of like 
like you know how you can rank heroes based on like you know caliber of enemies world but he is sort of street level right like you see him fighting not for the universe but like for a district in japan you know like, yeah um not necessarily like out there doing cosmic things but mm. um you know more of on a smaller scale yeah doing hero work so he's like not superman but right. like I right. need to or, save the yeah. world. Or, yeah. or other anime, like you were saying, just, you know, godlike anime characters yeah. that are out there. He's oh, no all gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, um, he's no Goku. <laughs> specific yeah. to the, um, thankfully, sumo fight, though, I think his ice power specifically will come into play a lot. Ooh. Because you're right. being able to occupy, like, a lot of space with, like, the huge amounts of, like, ice walls and spikes and stuff That's that you true. can create, I think will be beneficial towards and the specific stipulations of pushing Jaime out of or the back. Ring. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I was going to say on the other side of that, not to be, I guess I'm the, the opposite guy today, <laughs> but um, looking at that, he's able to create ice walls. And uh-huh. so let's say he gets in a situation where he gets pushed back. He can throw up that ice wall behind him to keep him from correct. going out of the right, which he does. Yeah. Line. A couple times in the, yeah. But here's another here's another thing too is like one of his <laughs> I, like, sometimes I like I'm usually pretty serious when I'm putting like my stuff in in my, in my notes and everything on here but it's like every so often I like to throw that little thing in here so one of his issues I have in here is daddy issues uh, <laughs> or not issue one of his weaknesses so it's like you you absolutely know like this is a serious fight uh, uh, Endeavor showed up to a lot of his. You know, he's going to be there in the audience. He's going to be there in For the sure. audience, and he's yeah. going to be trying to get Todoroki to. Todoroki still hasn't completely patched everything up. Shoto. Yeah, with his with his father, so there's still some resentment there. Like it's, things are getting better, but you know he he's definitely mastered and learned how to use both his fire and his eyesight in conjunction a little bit. But I think his presence of his father might kind of throw him throw him a little bit. It could be, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of playing into what you were talking about um, of like his kind of teenage. He still mm-hmm. does have that teenage mind. He is intelligent, yeah. but not wise. He ha- doesn't have like this necessary, like the ability to fully control his yeah. emotions. And he does kind of have an inherent ability to underestimate he's, his opponents and stuff like that. He's an angsty teenager. Correct. Right. So yeah, exactly. Angsty teenagers make bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> But great fighters. <laughs> great fighters, <laughs> yes. But all it takes is one small mistake. Mistake. Especially here. Could cost him. Because all it does is like everything. you just gotta get him just just knocked out of the yeah. of the ring. It's he's he's very cautious as a fighter. Mm. Um so yeah, I don't know. I, it seems to me that like Jaime would really have to know um what what makes him tick to be like your yeah. dad abused your mom <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to really get into his head yeah. <laughs> how do you know this yeah i mean i i think jim brought up a really good point with the fact that he can be full of himself and he mm-hmm. t- can tend to like underestimate his opponents mm-hmm. so i think that could that's a big thing that he would have to overcome or something that he would just have to realize and not do yeah because <laughs> i mean you're talking about like i will dive into more of this with the fight but you're talking about he lives in a world with all these people who have superpowers and he's dealt with all these people he's never dealt with alien technology correct as far so, as far as, as far we as know. we know i'm just kidding yeah so there's far, no, like, no yeah, there's no real alien yeah. element <laughs> yeah no yeah spoilers aliens yeah. don't show up <laughs> <laughs> But some of the people look like aliens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fat gum. <laughs> Dude, fat gum's <laughs> one of my favorite. I love like, them. Yes. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for Todoroki? No. A lot of the stuff I really want to start talking about. And, you know, we can – there's a ton of stuff that we can go into, like, some of his, his other abilities. You know, you kind of mentioned his enhanced agility – uh, his enhanced stamina and his enhanced durability. I mean, he can withstand multiple attacks from Deku, who's like the main the main protagonist of the show. He's the, the Naruto the of big, the show. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, like, I kind of want to play into his strengths a little bit, just just as kind of a final note here. But on his enhanced agility, he's able to like keep first place when and like the for, the sports festival when they did that on his own athletic abilities. He didn't rely on his on his quirks. Or anything like that, which I, which I think is huge, is huge because yeah. like that's bringing in his own inherent nature. Mm-hmm. Then like 
a trained quirk ability, like a trained superpower ability. Yeah, that was a that was a good uh, thing to end on. Um, I know we have plenty more to cover with with Todoroki. Oh, he's got a ton of power. And I'm yeah. sure I'm sure we'll dive into it with the fight. Uh, but for now, we have to go to round two, and we have to give our second competitor, Mister Beetle. We always do that. <laughs> I always Mr. do Beetle. that. <laughs> uh, oh, please call me Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Beetle was my father. <laughs> <laughs> well, call me time. Fungus. We yeah. gotta get a we gotta get a shirt that says Mister Beetle yeah. was my father. Mister <laughs> no, If we do the shirt, it's gotta be Mister Inevitable. Like Mister Inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Please call me. Yeah. Please call <laughs> or, me. Inevitable. Like please. Like Mister Thanos was my father. Call me Inevitable. <laughs> So I think Blue Beetle does need time. Yeah. So let's not waste any of that and get right over to round two. So Jaime Reyes has take away his armor and his scarab and he's just a kid. Uh-huh. But sick skateboarder. But he cannot get rid of the scarab because he would die. It is fused to his spine. So kill him. An inherent problem in its own. Yeah. A weakness, if you will. Probably one of his weaknesses. Yes. Uh, Uh, Yes. We'll just target the strongest part of him. (laughs) But one thing I wanted to bring up from the last round is your Carson, you brought up that Jaime would have to know like what Todoroki's weaknesses and stuff are. Mm. And I think that, the scarab is able to analyze his opponents. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think to like a mental <laughs> like, level. Say, yeah, like a like, uh, like a psychological like, yeah. because yeah. it's so like cold but, and calculating, like yeah, I feel like it could pick up on emotional turmoil or whatever and be like exploit yeah. that. It would just be like I, I think it would be on the level of like brainwave activity like yeah. in a way where it's like okay clearly there's something misfiring yeah. where it's like you know there's, opponent there's, has heightened hormone activity yeah like something <laughs> yeah. exactly like i no, that's a, like you, you kind of yeah. say that as like a joke but like, issues. <laughs> yeah like that's what the brainwave Seems to scan react says to like, this audience beep, member beep, 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 talk beep, about is that yeah <laughs> uh no but yeah it's uh absolutely like talk smack <laughs> i think that does bring up an interesting point of being able to like like use the analytics to mm-hmm. figure out like, Hey, well, yeah. I mean, and not even just the analytics, you like one a, side of his body and you can, I was going to say not even analytics for like, you know, Hey, tell him his dad sucks. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's the analytics patterns. from yeah, uh-huh. everything. Like this yeah. thing is, is genius, you know, yeah. alien technology in comics is, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a huge advantage to not having to do that yourself, but having an alien supercomputer feed you information right? that you can then use to fight. Yeah, I think the only drawback to that is that he's not always able to control the scarab. Right, and it's so a pretty glaring like weakness mm-hmm. as well too that it usually needs to be touched early. Usually, the scarab is like pushing for lethal force. Mm-hmm. He's holding back. Yeah. And so, so in this case, are we? That is also he, is he going to be holding back? That's or? actually the, one of the weaknesses that I put down on his on his dock is that the suit doesn't stop. You know, he can't stop the suit from killing. However, I don't really see. I mean, I think they've worked in tandem enough that he could convince the scarab to not use lethal so, but force. That, that brings up a, that brings up another like great like aspect of this too is you have to think that that takes away some of his mental capacity for like the fight like being in the fight and thinking and attack for because he's having mm-hmm. to hold back the suit he's having to yeah. argue with the suit essentially so he his head can never be fully in the game i don't think yeah i think a big advantage he has is that his dad actually likes him and he <laughs> likes his dad. So if yeah. his dad's in the audience, well, he's like, go find me. He's like, yeah, dad. Go it sons, depends. Yeah. Like, I know like, in, and like, then Shoto <laughs> sees that and is like, f*** you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Shoto sees that and is like, bleep you guys. But like, we could have had that dad. In the DC animated movies, there is a contention point between like, 
between Jaime Reyes and his father. Yeah, well, his dad is obviously worried for his son's like safety yeah. and stuff, and he's like, because he's like, I, I want to like, go be here, like, because I like Jaime's they, also worried for his dad's safety because he knows yeah. that the beetle won't hesitate to kill his. That's dad. true. That and is I true. Think that's like, like kind of a contention point. So it's and like we should yeah. be worried about all the nah, they're fine. Audience, they signed a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sign a waiver. They know. They know Jim, the risks. Jim has passed the point of caring about the audience. Yeah, I don't, dude. I, it's just easier to like let the beetle just do its yeah. thing. Like you know, you knew what you were walking into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of the things, some of the strengths that I find with Blue Beetle, he is able to kind of morph his hands into different weapons mm-hmm. from sonic cannons, which are like energy weapons, which are really really cool. <laughs> To swords and all kind of like melee weapons and stuff. My favorite is like the staple gun. (laughs) I was (laughs) just looking at that on here. It was like a staple gun. He he like shoots. This happens a lot in Young Justice, and I think it's probably just like as a like a non lethal way for him to fight. But he like shoots giant staples that like pins enemies to the wall. Yeah. And the scarabs always like this tactic would be more effective if he went for their bones. Which here would be very not good for him because he right. doesn't want doesn't to want shoot pin and pin him. like mm-hmm. unless he does it to the ground. But unless he does well, it actually, outside of the ring, that was yeah. like yeah, and it kind of shoots it Launches down instead him. of like towards uh, yeah. Because I mean, he does have kind of a flight ability, which they both do. That's mm. something we didn't really talk too much about. Todoroki was like they do kind of have a, have somewhat of a flight. He has kind of like an Iceman. Like skate around, oh, ice. or he has like his fire too. I think he can yeah. like propel himself with like the fire and, and like almost like a jet engine. But um, Blue Beetle definitely has air superiority, though. Yeah, yeah. he like, does. Of but the two of them, I don't think that either of these are going to be. They're not. Yeah, get like, back down here. They're not <laughs> air reliant fighting. Yeah, like they use like it's more air support. And that's what I was saying in the the very beginning of the episode is I think that if Blue Beetle were to use his flying ability, I think it would be more in a defensive manner than it would be offensively yeah it was like oh you know total he's getting the you know he's got Not the upper hand yeah i think like same with like both sides where it's like they use it more of like to get out of the way like you know if they need to get out of the way of an attack yeah. but less i kind of see Todoroki more like hunkering down for the fight yeah and blue beetle using mobility to try to like get the upper hand absolutely i agree so it's like a beetle trying to land on its prey yeah fungus fungus among us Stop. Uh, <laughs> i i mean so we talked about caliber of enemies with uh with todoroki let's talk about it with blue beetle <laughs> superpower dudes like <laughs> superpower dudes but you have to think like uh captain cold dude he took on the justice league heat wave he helped t- take on like the justice league which the Justice League is like I, I get what you're saying. Like, I get what like the whole yeah, like but, the yeah. fire and the ice thing. Yeah. I'm more talking about like level of yeah. caliber of enemies. Yeah. Where it's like the Justice League is like your top dog. Like, dude, yeah. these are like But did they win? Yeah. Oh, they did? In Teen Titans versus the Justice League. Uh-huh. Oh well yeah. But they were all being mind controlled, so they probably yeah. weren't at the top yeah, of their still, game. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but, but like still. either way though, I mean Superman yeah. has heat vision, fire. Yeah, and freeze breath. But anyway, basically, like, yeah, that like, is fair, yeah. yeah, but he like has... my my point is he's dealt with someone like this before, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in the like coming from the same person. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's also person. where it brings up another interesting fact because these two people specifically that you mentioned are using cold to their full effect, versus like I think someone like Todoroki who may not necessarily be able to use them both to like their full effect. So if you use, if he uses them both at the same time, they'd be weakened, like a weakened state. Well, I don't know. No. Cause I mean, I not think some actually, of their powers, are they at the, like well, their well, full effect? I know we were talking about like their, yeah. like their powers and something. Well, he, can, like, he can do some pretty insane stuff with yeah. both of them. And then we were talking about how he can like kind of use them in tandem for like combo moves but, like, and stuff. If like, say something like blue beetle were to, and this is something we can explore a little bit more. Like we're to, like hinder one of his sides, then it's like you you yeah. inherently kind of take out it, some of his use of his one ability of the elements. <laughs> exactly yeah. versus somebody like Captain Cold or like somebody who uses this power specifically. Like if you knock out one of their arms, they still have that their same you know the like weapon, mm, yeah. their same level of of ability. Versus like that's kind of an uh, inherent weakness on Todoroki is 
If okay. he loses the use of one of his sides, then that's a that's a really interesting point. I mean, you know, Captain Cold. You also have to think like he uses Captain a gun. Cold is probably a bad example because he's is. like not like a I was, great. I was going like, to say he could like knock his gun out of his hand and yeah. he's like, oh, I can't oh. use device anymore. But I, I I know what you're trying to say. Captain yeah. Cold is just what just our like yeah. go to for like hey yeah ice powers. But I mean, you're also talking like last thing that I'll say before we round it out is he was trained. Like being in the Teen Titans, he was also he's also trained by the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. So you're talking about like his ability, his tactfulness, his strength. Yeah. He spends every day getting his ass kicked by Starfire. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who is also an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Just out of this world. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Uh, <laughs> At this rate. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last episode. <laughs> I'm being rid off the show. Uh, with that, we've heard from Todoroki. We've heard from Blue Beetle. Now let's throw them in the arena together and see who comes out on top. This is round three. So we have them both in the arena now. We kind of talked about their strengths and weaknesses and how they play for each other other but let's see how they play when they're in the ring like yeah. play off of each other so well, i think um blue beetles sonic weapons are going to be pretty effective against the massive ice structures if i had to guess that is like, point. Right. Yes. i would yeah. think that like you know when we see um todoroki fighting midoriya and he's like using kind of air pressure sonic blasts to sort of like break up the ice right, yeah. yeah like and his fingers he back, yeah, yeah he, he was breaking his hands yeah. Yeah. Blue Beetle can do that without breaking his fingers <laughs> so big advantage yeah, yeah. Uh, so it seems like that would just be like an effective sort of um, almost like a stalemate of like ice sonic energy ice yeah. sonic energy so I think that's where the fire is going to come in because like yeah. that's going to be his biggest offensive is 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 the use of fire, and more specifically, like we talked about, like the, um, like the flash freeze heat wave, where it creates like that superheated blast, yeah. where it's like you know blue beetles, because like you're not like ice, you can be like oh, yeah, it's ice, it may be kind of cold to the touch or whatever, but it's like, dude, fire will will, yeah, sucks immediately, like you know, and that, I mean? so and it's that, like he's going to be trying to stay away from it pushing the force is like really yeah. correct, you know. It will, however, I think the suit can Oosh. can make some kind of defense against that, like explosion and that. Yeah, that force this is this is and kind true, of ground him in that spot. Yeah, I can I, imagine just like him morphing his feet into like you know. Yeah. I'm I'm more like, or I'm, even his like hand swords, he could just jab <laughs> into the ground. Yeah. I'm less talking about specifically like the blast waves and stuff like mm. that, and more of like the heat. Of, right. and like the the, the burning yeah. nature of fire and stuff like that and, yeah. and like regardless of the suit because it's like again talking about caliber of enemies and stuff that they fought like yes you have like this protective suit on mm. but you're you still have a flight or fight response yeah, yeah. and like that's something that's going to trigger but will the scarab let him flight well it's just enough to get away from like you know because it's like you're still not going to want to get hit by a heat blast not to mention this the suit's probably like pretty darn fireproof but everything has a limit and Todoroki can create like a lot of very intense heat correct so you're still gonna want to be because you don't want to test that you don't want to find out what like yeah exactly yeah it's like well let me find out what the limit is and then like next thing you know like you're losing it's like no you're gonna want to keep getting away from the fire that's my limit right there (laughs) Todoroki also just has that shonen anime drive where he's like I will not be beaten yeah exactly so Jaime's like I also won't he's like I kinda wanna I gotta go to school tomorrow yeah. so like i gotta survive <laughs> Todoroki's like i do too but learn how to use my powers <laughs> i love my dad i want to see him again <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what i'm getting at though it's like you know that, that fight or flight response to get away from Todoroki's like use of his fire and stuff mm. like that which i think may also play into like because they're gonna they're gonna so win. bad now <laughs> i'm just taking dad jabs at Todoroki. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to learn a lot about each other and each other's fighting styles as they mm-hmm. go. So I think Todoroki is going to quickly learn the use of like the use of his fire is going to be the the bigger the bigger threat to Blue Beetle. Yeah, and inherently the Blue Beetle is going to to recognize that and start to see that hey he's using a lot of this. How do we counter this? That's where you start to take out one of his sides. So he's like now you take out his his arm. You you focus his arm so he can't use his fire ability. That's what that staple could like. Correct. You know, yeah. Correct. Do you Stable agree them, that Todoroki would use 
ice defensively and fire offensively. Yes. Like when he's not that, using that, like the power. Sometimes I mean, like I, in this like, instance, like enough. With, to, I know he throws up firewalls to get away, yeah. or, or ice walls to get away, or to, to wrap. Well, I mean, he, like I mentioned earlier, like he he uses that ice to kind of fill up the space, and it's a very like strong pushing force, so he can like be shooting ice spikes from like different angles, distracting you. So you're focused on that and then coming at you with some fire or something like that. So I feel like it's both defensive and offensive, but it is a very good means of him preventing himself from getting pushed out of the ring. Mm. Cause he can create like barriers behind him. What if he like threw up an ice wall and then accidentally melted it with his fire? <laughs> so, so that's, that's the flash I mean, fire. That's actually, like, so <laughs> going into that, like a lot of his moveset is, is the use of that exact thing of ice as defense and, and, and fires often so he has like you know he does his his heaven piercing ice wall that's you were talking about like the, the glacier size yeah, like ice wall that he throws up yeah but his actual offensive attacks are his flash fire fists um hell spider which is one, kind of one of the where he creates little beams of fire from his fingertips yeah that like can cut through stuff um uh jet kindling or uh which is like a white hot punch essentially so yeah. like he's using a lot that of punch, his fire would definitely feel that through the armor correct you know? he would be using a lot of that on the offensive and then the ice is very defensive so with the blue beetle being able to scan and, and kind of recognize those patterns is i think going to be able to easily pick up on these patterns that that yeah. todoroki's throwing down because it's very much like think of it like a planned out D like fight you know what I mean? When you have like your turn, your turn order, chances are he, there's probably going to be some sort of turn order when it comes to how Todoroki yeah. is using his powers. He's pretty methodical. Yeah. So it's, it's often the same thing like reapplied to different opponents. Whereas like I think Blue Beetle and with his, not just his caliber of enemies, but his sparring partners and stuff. Because you have to think who he, who is he a team with? Robin. Yeah. You know, uh, Starfire, Starfire. Uh, mm -hmm. Raven, uh, Beast Boy. Do Beast Boy alone, dude? Like, they're Robin yeah. and Beast Boy are two. Like, they're so what's like sporadic fighters. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. know, like they don't have like a certain like way to do it. So, like, they're you, Blue Beetle, somebody who has to be constantly on his toes when it comes to fighting. And I don't think Todoroki is going to be in that same. What do we think is his big move to get Todoroki out of the ring? Because we kind of talked about like what. Todoroki might do to get Blue Beetle out, but what's Blue Beetle doing to like finish the match? My first thought, which is not the real, my real <laughs> reason, <laughs> transforming his hand to a giant fan. <laughs> I just, just blowing him out. Jesus, whoa. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might be a firebender and an icebender, <laughs> but have you ever fought an airbender? <laughs> And I'm not talking like a fan, like with blades. I'm talking like the the Asian yeah. fan that you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, big, yeah. Just, like the katana yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think that really utilizing his. So one thing that I learned is that um, Kajida, the the scarab, is actually a learning thing. So as he fights Todoroki, <laughs> like the Omnidroid from The Incredibles. I'm sorry, that was like. <laughs> <laughs> Jim stays in left field <laughs> until he needs to come out and just say something. <laughs> but he's not wrong. <laughs> yes, like the Omnidroid Incredibles. <laughs> it is a learning AI. But what that means is that the longer that Blue it's Beetle bigger. fights, totally it's better. The Scarab is going to learn, and we talked about how already tactful the Blue Beetle, the the Scarab is. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's just going to be more and more reading his moves and and learning his abilities and stuff like that. I think that that's going to be a big advantage. I think that airspace is going to be a big advantage. I think that if Todoroki's you know shooting fire with fire comes smoke, which He's not able to see for a short time. He's able to yeah. take to the air and, and get the advantage. I yeah. think that would be his best his yeah. best move. Because he's not getting disoriented in anything. Like he can definitely have like a bead on Todoroki the entire time. Yeah. And he's very fast. Like mm. I think speed advantage is huge too. It's so it's so crazy to think because like exactly how much of like Jaime's like abilities, like agility and stuff like that comes from 
use of the beetle yeah. versus like Todoroki has such a natural agility and like a natural uh, stamina and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. I think he brings to the table. I think something we cannot look past right now when we're talking about all this stuff. And I think something that Todoroki may end up recognizing if he sees it is the lack of, uh, what's the, what's the best way to, like the lack of working together, I guess, like the, the the Blue fact beetle? that the, yeah, the fact that like the beetle yeah. and Jaime cannot. Yeah, I think we touched on it in the beginning. Is like he doesn't have complete control over the suit, right? Correct. So he may have sort plans of. for one thing, and, and the, the beetle may like, have no. Another. I know better than that. And Whoa, if there's yes. enough of an opening, all it takes is just like you know a single jet kindling or like a single um, like flash fire fist, yeah. where it's like that's enough to get push blue beetle now i think specifically with how it's set up i don't think the blue like the scarab can like actually control the suit he's more just like making suggestions okay. and then jaime's like arguing back with that which is like still creating discord and stuff but it's not like he's literally gonna be like i want to go left but it's better to go right yeah oh, no well, no stuck. <laughs> it, it doesn't control him in that way but it i have seen it like create like you know, uh, like his blast gun or something Going like that. And he's like, no, 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 like don't, yeah. don't oh, shoot uh, that. Uh, so Justice totally League right. versus You're Teen totally Titans. Right. He almost yeah. killed Damian Wayne when they were just sparring with each other because it got he out has of hand. to maintain control. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It, it got yeah, out of hand, totally. and Blue Beetle took over, or the yeah. Scarab took over, and almost killed Damian Wayne in the movie. Like you know, yeah. and so it's it's exactly that. Yeah. So it's, I think if there's just enough of an opening, mm. Todoroki is smart enough to recognize something like that. Yeah. Not to mention Jaime can't. <laughs> for whatever reason having these conversations in his head he's always yelling out loud people are just like who are you talking to he is like the dc anime character yeah like, yeah he should he should just be yelling out his moves he's yeah. like sword hand <laughs> i was, thought it was that was an interesting part of and like it's so funny because i've been watching a lot of naruto lately mm -hmm. and they do exactly that oh, way. Yeah. They, like they they say they're rasengan like, rasengan yeah. or yeah shadow clone jutsu it's like and you're not expecting a shadow clone like you know? yeah no what always gets me in naruto is like anytime i ever hit someone i would immediately assume that's a substitution jutsu i know because right? <laughs> yeah, they're always time. like oh, they're, they're, always, they're always so surprised it's like yeah. poof lock they're like, like how how a substitution jutsu like of course point, of course point, it is everybody knows that it everybody always is but not in this fight. So my, my <laughs> yeah. question is... Todoroki uses a substitution jutsu and you're like, come on! <laughs> Do you think it's something as simple as Todoroki just encases Jaime in ice? Like, no, I don't... because then I, that he can't win that way. Right, but he could incapacitate him long enough to come up with a strategy or... Like... I don't know if that would incapacitate him for very long. Because like we said, he's probably good at breaking break out. Yeah. But he's smart enough to worry by maybe another another minute yeah. or so of like being able to like it, yeah. it just it in, in, in fights like this like, in fights like this every second counts so yeah. if you get even like a, a second or two of like mm -hmm. uh, like to take a breath like you encase him in ice that gives you just a second to think and and then you're in yeah. the battle i think he's also good at like todoroki's also good at um like making you split your focus of like having attacks coming from like the ground and the air and being yeah. like you know what's the main attack and what's the one that you're expecting to like land and what's the one that you're expecting yeah. me to react to right so yeah, oakley disagrees well but i i bow to his wisdom yeah but he's a blue beetle stand <laughs> yeah he's a blue beetle stand so <laughs> I, I see what you're getting at like being encased in the ice I'm sure there's some like hypersonic like vibration or something that this or even just like his sonic ray like or what not sonic ray the sonic uh, like the gun the like, gun yeah yeah. yeah yeah he does have that uh, it's not the energy gun it's like the sound waves mm -hmm. or something right so sonic gun. just yeah. shattering <laughs> yeah the ice. sonic gun. <laughs> it shoots hedgehogs. Yes. <laughs> that was like Sonic. Oh. Sonic. Oh no! <clears throat> Not fast enough for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Every time. So that is gonna round out our three rounds, which means it's time for final judgment. Final judgment. Dun, I have to dun, do. It. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, Carson. <laughs> you spoke up first. Yeah. I'm gonna put you on. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> someone else go. Oh, the smoke from Todoroki's fire is getting. Yeah, no. I can't I'm gonna see. put you on the chop, chopping block here. All right. 
chop away, buddy. Uh, <laughs> this is tough. This is this is a little less yeah. um, clear cut, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were split here. But I think what I, what I come down to is I would pick Blue Beetle in like a death match, but with the specific rules of like the sumo, you can win by like getting him out of bounds. I think Todoroki just has such control over the space that I think I'm going to go Todoroki. Oh, boy. Interesting. Uh, I think I'm going to go next, by the way, if that's okay. <laughs> Josh. By You're on means. the chopping block. Yeah. Carson said it. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I find this interesting because, again, we've done a lot of anime characters, and we always have this issue with, like, they're so powerful. Yeah. Like, we, you get to describe it, and you're that, like, man, yeah. this is, like, not even a contest. I think we found a character that is comparable to anime. I think we're finding yeah. that more and more. We're finding mm. that comic book characters can be on the same level mm. as anime. Having said that, I got to go Blue Beetle. I think uh, we always talk about tactics. I think the tactical mindset, the fact that the AI can learn as it fights... Um, and the fact I didn't bring this up, so this is kind of shitty for me to be like, "Oh, by the way, like no, this no, throw it ultimate out. attack." Jury, yeah. jury, close your ears. We'll listen, but the, we can't accept it. <laughs> I'm going to go Blue Beetle regardless, yeah. but which is why I'm telling you, <laughs> the AI, the stuff that he can create, like his blades and his guns and stuff, are only limited to his imagination. So he can literally conjure anything up that he could think of. Yeah. Hmm. Which is similar to like okay. Beast Boy abilities, which is like Green, Lantern. Lantern. Green Lantern. I was like, I think I you thinking. missed the obvious one of Green yeah. Lantern. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting. I did think that it was like a specific set that it like came yeah. with the Scarab. Yeah, which is funny because Green Lantern is like one of the Scarab's only weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I gotta go, Jaime, and Jim. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, so this is no you know, pressure. We, we just talked about how like comic book characters, and we we we've, we've come up with a good formula for this. Comic book characters can be on the same level of anime. I don't think that's the case here, and my reason for it is because of the contention between the the Scarab and Jaime. Yeah. That is the yeah. only They're thing that's going to be correct. Huge, huh? Correct. Yeah. That is going to be that's the defining thing for me. That is so, why I think Todoroki would win this. Is because you, he doesn't have to, to deal with that. If you so, do you think that if Jaime surrendered control to the Scarab, you might go Blue Beetle? Like if it was just like versus I, the Scarab running everything? I would. And, no. I would say no because at that point the Scarab would just murder Todoroki. Yeah, <laughs> and then drop his lifeless corpse out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, like I don't know. That's that's, being that's so tough because I mean Jaime has a great opportunity in this. He has such yeah. a good chance. Like this is like Todoroki's not coming out unscathed for sure. Right. But I don't think that one Jaime would ever just surrender control. I, you know what I mean. Even yeah. if it, in the case of a death match, no. I think Jaime yeah. is just going to overcome that. But with just that contention point, I think it's he just knows what thing. the scarab is capable of, and he doesn't and he want that to happen. Correct, exactly, right? so, exactly. So I think good guy. I don't think that there would ever be that case where, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think Jaime can, can win this one. Yeah. <laughs> so it that was it was tough for me too because Jaime has such a great okay. opportunity yeah. to win here, and I wanted him. I was I was on his side for for a while because of El Paso, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Solely El Paso, yeah, that's, Texas. That's what it is. <laughs> Not his abilities. Uh, that's okay. I am totally happy dying on this hill. <laughs> I feel like I still feel like it is super situational. I feel like, yeah. like you yeah. said, any mistake, every second counts in this fight. Any any misstep could have gone either way. In a while. Well, yeah, it's cool. It's cool after after two weeks well, of being unanimous. It's nice to have a little yeah. <laughs> discord. I just meant like this much of a like like a of a fight really where i yeah. like these two yeah. are really going toe-to-toe and it's going to be probably one of the most exciting mean, like one is not beating the crap out of the other one Correct. like relentlessly or like or even then where it's like no like this this fight literally comes down to seconds matter because like yeah. you know like i said that moment that totoroki encases him yeah. gives him like two seconds to to, yeah. to to come up with the strategy for what to do next i am still impressed that blue beetle is able to put that much work and be toe-to-toe with an anime character absolutely well, that join is us, going... Join us next week when their girlfriends fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're classmates. The, the yeah. pink beetle. And... <laughs> the pink beetle. Oh my it's God. It's Power Rangers. 
So with that, we are going to round out this episode. We want to thank you for joining us. But we do want to hear your thoughts, so go ahead and head over to the CFN Fan Stand group where we'll be posting a picture of the fight and a poll so you can argue your point and tell, it, and tell uh, Jim and Carson why they're wrong. I love that. I've seen that one poll go really strong, Peach, and just be like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I even kind of was like, why? Tell but, us! You know, tell us! Nobody told me. But... <laughs> But that's going to do it for us here at the CFN Arena. We will see you in the next episode for Jim Carson and myself, of course. This has been CFN Recharged. We'll see you next time. And remember, let your characters do the fighting for you. See ya. Want more fights? Follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Character Fight, and Character Fight Night on Facebook. Use hashtag FollowTheFight on all social media platforms. Want more action? Join the Character Fight Night Fan Stand Facebook group, where we post polls and have discussions on all fights.